Hello, welcome to once again my wardrobe. I have discovered that the sound quality is bloody epic from my wardrobe. So I'm just sitting here with my clothes coming at you from the floor. It's so profesh. I'm so profesh back here. Um, But I'm so excited to introduce to you today's guest. Before I do, I just want to say that I officially leave. I leave one week from now, guys, to cycle across Europe. Um, And I'm not saying, I'm not saying what have I done? Like, oh, what have I done? But we've started training with our bikes fully packed. Like I know that most people are not aware that bike packing is a real thing. Like people thought I was joking. No, no, we're literally like cycling across and we've got everything on our, like we've got everything on our bikes. And so I was like, yeah, it's fine. I ride all the time. I cycle all the time. Can't be much different with it loaded up. My legs are so sore. My legs and my hips. I feel like a 90-year-old woman, like I'm walking around with the tightest hips and we've just done like a day or two here and there. Um, So really, like honestly, stay tuned for the lols. And poor Paul, he's become my pack donkey because I'm like, I'm not taking the tent. That sounds like a you thing. I love him because he's he's down for it. But God, it's funny. I'm really sore and I'm really tired. So this floor is 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 fantastic right now. Um, so we leave in a week, which is really exciting. And I just I'm just oh, I'm in a little bit of like overwhelmed with gratitude at the moment just for life. And and honestly, like I think I've said this recently, but it was actually the last round of Level Up where the girls were all just expanding so quickly and making so much amazing stuff happen and really just making their dreams happen where I was like, you know what? And shout out to Claire. I know Claire, you're probably listening. Shout out to Claire who decided to build her business as a bucket list coach and she's going to help people to live a bucket list life. And just listening to her passion for it, I was like, actually, you know what? Cycling across the world was on my bucket list and I'm fucking doing it. And it was being in that energy of all these amazing women that were just making stuff happen and supporting one another and being expansive and encouraging and just going, yeah, girl, go do it. Like go, go live that life. Like you only get one. And so a large part of this whole trip is because of all of the amazing women that just attract into Level Up Your Life. And one of those amazing humans is Gemma. And she's done it not once, but twice because she just is a frother for personal development. And the reason I wanted her on this podcast, same reason I invite anybody onto this podcast is because I want you to have expanders in your life, whether that's just through podcasts, whether that's through mentors, whether that's through coaches. It is so important that we have people that show us what's possible. It's so important that we have people that inspire us. It's so important that we see people that show us what we are capable of. And Gemma is one of those people that shows us that when we start to really work on our limiting beliefs, there is absolutely nothing that can't be changed, that can't be shifted. There's no dream or stone left unturned. And Gemma is literally the embodiment of this. She is a food and body freedom coach and she runs online courses that helps women to really ditch diet culture. And she is driven by a mission to burn diet culture to the ground. And I have had the pleasure of working with her twice. When I first met Gemma, she was still working full-time in a marketing role. She was working for a tourism board. She was starting to feel like just, I can't keep doing this forever, feeling uninspired 
inspired feeling like she knew her vision. She knew what she wanted to do, but there was just not the belief in herself to make it happen. And as soon as she started to do the inner work, so much shifted, so much changed. And it's not just in her business. It's been in every part of her life. And so Gemma is literally just the embodiment that when your inner world changes, your external world changes to reflect it. And so her external world shifted in so many different ways. As you will hear, she's shifted in her intimacy and relationships. She's shifted in her business, which is now her full-time baby. And she is launching group programs and selling them out and changing people's lives and the way they feel about their bodies. She's shifted in terms of the fact that now she does pole dancing classes and she's showing up online in her gorgeous pink bikinis. She's shifted in the way that she's called in new friendships. She's shifted in so many different ways. And I want you to see that everything is possible when you work on the inner world, the external world moves to reflect that. And so I'm so excited for you to hear the story and the inspiration and the expansion that we can all receive with Gemma, who is the owner of Inspire Wellness. All right, guys, I am joined by my client. This is weird. Actually, as I'm about to introduce you, I'm like my client, but actually my friend. I fucking love this, this human, Gemma, who is the embodiment of somebody who dives into fear and does all the scary things. And because of that, I just had to have you on here because you have transformed your life, not once, but twice inside of Level Up Your Life. And I think your story is something that a lot of listeners can probably resonate with. So I had to have you on here and I'm so happy to chat with you more. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm always happy to chat with you, but I'm so excited to be here. I think when you asked me to be on here, I mentioned that being on the Miss Mindset podcast was literally on my vision board. So <laughs> stoked to be here. Uh, let's dive into who you are and what you do. And then I want to know about where you were at on the first round, because you've done level up your life, not once, but twice, because <laughs> you just <laughs> froth personal development. You're a junkie. Um, so where were you at in round one? And what was it that made you sign up? Where were you at with your job, finances, emotional well-being, all of the things? Mm, okay. So I feel like a Gemma now is quite different to Gemma then, which we'll yeah. definitely talk about. Um, but now I am a, I've just changed my title actually. I'm a body <laughs> image and food freedom coach now Ooh, rather yeah. than a, a non-diet nutrition and health coach, because mm-hmm. I think it sums up what I do a bit better. I freaking love helping women work on like food and body freedom. Basically they're my favorite things to do. Mm. Um, and I'm also, I like to say I'm here to burn diet culture to the ground. So I'm not a fan of diet culture at all, which is pretty (laughs) obvious if you follow me. Um, But where I was when I started Level Up, I had my business. I was, you know, doing coaching and things like that, but I was also working full-time in tourism, in marketing, and just not wanting to be there, basically. It was a good job. I did like it, but it's just not my passion. It wasn't my purpose, and they're two of my top values. So it didn't feel right. Mm. I wanted to get out, but I had no idea how to get out. No idea. Like the idea of being able to have enough abundance and things like that to move out of that and stand on my own two feet. Like that scared the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's never going to happen. That couldn't happen to me. And I remember when you released Level Up and I'd been looking at it. I was on the wait list. I was all excited. And then I opened it up and saw the price and went, oh no, I can't do that. Mm. Can't do that. It's not for me. And then I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Like every time I was meditating and I'd be like, level up, level up, level up. 
level up, level up. <laughs> that damn oh song. Yeah. <laughs> level up, level up, level up. <laughs> Every time you launch, it's stuck in my head. <laughs> I've ruined that song for everyone. You totally have. <laughs> but I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And I can still remember exactly where I was the moment that I decided. I was listening to your podcast. Mm. I was driving to meet a friend to work at a cafe in this cute little town in Tasmania where I live. And I remember stopping the car, listening. It was the episode with Caitlin and I, I can still remember. Uh, yes, yes. Listen to that. So <laughs> Caitlin, thank you. You sold me on level up. Um, <laughs> but I got out of the car and I remember walking down the street thinking, if I can't stop thinking about this, like if I cannot get this out of my mind, surely there's a reason. Like yeah. surely I'm meant to do it. Surely I'm meant to just say, screw it, put it on my credit card or something like that, <laughs> spend all the money in my business account and just say, screw it and do it. And so I did. I think I walked into the cafe and was like, hold on a second. Sorry, I just need to purchase something. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I actually remember this because you messaged, right, not long after you joined and then weird things happened. Like you didn't you manifest like some money came into, I remember this now and you were like, it's really weird because you, I think more inquiry calls were booked or something and it was like the money just showed up for you. I made back the money almost to the dollar within about 48 hours. Two people booked calls and signed up for me and one paid in, no, both paid in full. And I made back the investment literally almost to the dollar. I love this. You are honestly like your manifestation skills always astound me. And I'm I'm sure we'll talk about that in a moment, but it's so interesting because from my perspective, I'm like, well, that makes sense because you've energetically raised your self-belief, your self-trust. You've made a significant sort of gesture to the universe and to yourself that I trust myself. I've got this. And then of course it comes back. Like I just love hearing these stories. And so Okay. Sorry. I just had to interrupt there. So (laughs) you joined up and you were sort of full-time in this job that you were not loving. I also remember when we did a visualization and I got goosebumps. And when you started talking about your vision and you started talking about burning diet culture to the ground, helping younger ones, teenagers going into schools and helping them to love their bodies and running retreats and all of that, you were talking about it getting so emotional and I couldn't help it either. I was like goosebumps and I'm like, this girl's going to do it because I've seen the way you operate. It's going to happen. But what I found what I found really inspirational was that you were so aligned and you knew exactly what you wanted and then things started to happen quite fast. So how would you say like you first got that clarity or did you already have the clarity? I already knew what I wanted to do. I think I remember in the first sort of group calls when everyone was like, oh, you know, I'm not hundred percent, like I'm working on it and I'm learning and thinking. And I was like, yep, this is what I want to do. I want to do this, this, this. I remember I put in my like sign up kind of thing, this massive list. And in our first one-on-one, you're like, okay, like chill out basically. Like, tell me <laughs> what you want to do. Like, let's prioritize. You want to do seven pages worth of stuff, which yeah, is classic me. Yeah. Um, but I definitely got a lot clearer when we did the week, when we talked about like dream week, dream month, dream life. And I can still remember exactly. There was one question in there about what would you do with your life if you knew you only had three years to live or something Mm. like that. And I was going into this being like, oh yeah, I know exactly what I do, want to do, blah, blah, blah. And answered this question. And I got so emotional, like Mm. so emotional because I was like, I can't change the world in three years. And I hadn't had the vision that I wanted to change the world. I knew I wanted to change lives, but I was thinking smaller, I guess. And doing that, I remember I got so emotional. I was like, three years is enough time to change the world. I was like, oh, interesting. 
yeah, I want to change the world. And most people came to our group call and went, you know, I've realized like I'm happy with X, Y, Z, like smaller dreams that I thought. And I went in and went, yeah, no, mine's way bigger. Mine's like <laughs> the biggest you can go. <laughs> yeah. You were like, I'm really frustrated that I need this all now and I need to change the diet culture now. It was so amazing to watch. So you're one of those people and it's always one of two. I feel like some people come and they're like, I have no idea what I want. I actually can't figure out what lights me up. And they're on a sort of self-exploration journey. And others are like, I know what I want. I've got this vision. I've got it. And it's clear, but there's something holding me back. And I think you were in that category. So what was the fear for you and how did you move through that? My biggest fear was I just didn't think I was capable of it was probably the biggest thing. Like I didn't have the confidence. Like I can remember you asking me, you know, what's stopping you? I was like, but I just can't. Like I, it was physically impossible to me, the idea of being able to just go after my dreams right now. I just didn't think that as a person I could do that, I suppose. Mm. And that was, I mean, that was absolutely the biggest kind of shift for me is realizing that I actually can do anything I want right now. And gaining that confidence was by far, by far the biggest thing for me. And that's gone even more wild in round two, which we'll talk about. (laughs) We will get to round two because I thought that you were confident like end of round one. And we were laughing at the end. I remember like round one, we were laughing like, holy shit, Gemma like says she's going to do something and then just does it at crazy fast pace because in round one you went from part-time and then by the end you quit no I was full-time I went from full-time partway through I asked if I could go part-time which was a big (laughs) scary step and then by the end of it I was like nah screw this I'm quitting so I quit (laughs) you were yeah you did so much so fast and then it was like you gained this confidence this momentum and then in round two when I thought you'd done all the confidence work it was just like bam she's back and there is a whole new layer unlocked so let's go so end of round one you'd quit your job completely Mm -hmm. and what had happened in your business and what was going on for you by the end of round one I think by the end of round one I just felt really aligned and like I always knew what my vision was I always knew what my purpose was but by the end of round one I was like I have zero doubt in my mind that I can actually do it like I Mm. fully believe it's coming whether it's this year whether it's next year whether it's 10 years whatever it is it's coming Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had very much taken on board the Gemma goes after things and does them. I was like, it'll be a new year. It'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was taking steps towards my vision and finding it a lot easier to kind of, I think, come back to the heart of my business as well. And instead of worrying about what everyone else does and what you should do in business and things like that, I very much came back more to what I actually want to do and who I am and moved into that instead of just I don't know, following the like marketing plans that everyone has and doing, Mm. I mean, I worked in marketing and tourism. That's what I did. So instead of applying what I did in that business, which is very different to my business, I was like, you know what? I I think during the level up round one, I signed up for pole dancing because I was like, that's to do with confidence and that's to do with, you know, self-love and body acceptance because that's something I didn't do for years and years and years because I hated my body, which is why I started my business. Um, because I hated my body and I wasn't confident enough to go and wear booty shorts in front of other people mm. or wear a crop top or something. So I kind of gained that confidence to do that stuff. And I was like, I can do that. My marketing can be me pole dancing. Yeah. <laughs> people. So it was very much like stepping into what my business was always supposed to be. And yeah, which is an extension of me, I suppose. 
Oh, hundred percent. And so when you finished round one, you got to a point where you were full-time or you'd left your full-time job. You'd gone all in, in your business. And that was the result essentially of you deciding that you can do this. You can trust yourself and that you are way more powerful than what you probably first gave yourself credit for. So how, if there's anybody listening, that's like, yeah, I've got this vision too, but I just don't know. I don't know if it's possible for me. I'm also very afraid. I don't know how I'm going to make this work. It seems so like out of reach. What would you say to those people listening? What were the things that helped you to gain that confidence in yourself and give yourself the balls and the courage to just go after things? (laughs) I think it was just working on my beliefs. Like that's what it always is really. Mm. Working out what they were, where they came from, And what I was scared of, and a big part for me, which I had to book a one-on-one with you to work through, was the fact that I was scared of what other people would think. I I was scared of what mostly my mum would think because, Mm. you know, my mum is my best friend and loves me more than anyone else in the world. But with that love, she wants me to be safe. She wants me to be secure. So that was something I really had to work through, the idea that yeah, I'm actually, well, at the time I'm, t- I'm 28 years old. I can make my own decisions <laughs> in life. I'm, I live in a different state. I have my own house. Like, mm. you know, I don't have to make my life decisions based on what other people want for me and I can just yeah. do it. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things is letting go of other people's expectations, working on your own beliefs and realizing if they're actually yours and if you want them to be yours and if they're not, create some new beliefs in yourself. I'm like frothing right there. I love it because how common is that too? Like I'm sure you've seen that too inside of Level Up. There's so many people, grown-ass adults, and it's normal, like it's totally normal that go, I don't think my parents are going to understand and I'm really worried about my parents' opinions. And I think a lot of people will resonate with that. And so thank you for touching on that because it is so important that we understand that, yeah, it comes from love. Our parents want us to be safe, but we live in a completely different environment and context now your parents would never have said, I'm going to finish high school and be a confidence coach (laughs) or like a food freedom coach because it wasn't a thing. And so it's really important that we don't trade our opinions for people who are not living in our realm of possibility. Mm, I think that's one of the biggest, like best bits of advice I ever got from you as well was about not taking advice from people who aren't where you want to be. Mm. And that's something that I've definitely try and implement. And even that like, it's kind of been cool almost in a way like proving it to my mom that I can do it. Like, and she's so proud, which is so lovely. And, you know, and even, I mean, I see it all the time in my own work with especially stuff to do with body image. That's something that our mums, as you know, often have a huge (sighs) impact, huge impact on us. So I see it all the time with my clients as well. And it's cool being able to bring that back and be like, yeah, I get it. Like, see, this is an example of how that shows up in all the areas and this is how you can fix it. And it's so good when people move past it. Oh, you're so right. And it's so cool that like the, our generation can change things for our mums and heal our mums stuff, you know, like what you say, they've got their own body stuff. And when we do the work and we can, we can also show older people what's possible. And I love that. And I love that you're doing that. So Okay, you finished round one and then you came back for more and I was like, <laughs> oh, God, what's she going to do this time? Uh, so tell us, tell the listeners sort of like what made you join up for round two? What was pulling you at this, re- this round? I just missed it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved it so much. Like honestly, round one was just like 
one of the most, I feel like exciting periods of my life. And I just felt so supported. And it also made me realize, I think all of 2021 made me realize how much I need a community around me. I need a community of women. I need people who are on the same journey of me to kind of lift me up and things like that, which, I mean, I moved to Tasmania by myself like five years ago and I didn't necessarily fully have that here. So yeah. I also loved just being a part of that and I wanted to meet more people to be obsessed with and talk to all the time. And, but also just, I knew there was more I wanted to do. I felt, I felt pretty good on the business side of things. Um, but there was stuff that came up in round one on, and I don't cringe anymore when I say it, Brianna, on the relationships side of things, on the (laughs) romance side of things. So I wanted to talk about that, but I also, I kind of had like a three-pronged approach to round two, I think, which yeah. was that stuff. It was also confidence for me as well because I thought I'd develop some, but I thought I could be better. And also like freedom and time freedom was a big thing for me because going from working full-time for someone else to working for yourself and realizing if you don't work, you don't make money, which I hope my old boss, my old boss won't listen to this. I slacked off and worked on my own business sometimes in a full-time job, which I'm sure some people can relate to. Yeah. Uh, But I thought, you know, I've ditched working 40 hours a week for someone else and working on my own business from, you know, before work and after work to still working like 5am to 9pm every day. Like I was still doing that when I started Mm -hmm. round two and I was like, I can't do this anymore. So that was Mm -hmm. another aspect of what I, what I did there. And why I joined. Yeah. So the round two was about intimacy and relationships and we're not cringing anymore, which I love for you. <laughs> I love for you. I'm so proud. And we're also looking at time freedom. So what, and confidence, which by the way, like, what you blew it out the park. I was so <laughs> inspired watching your content over round two. And then what followed was amazing because that confidence that you unlocked seemed to really attract people inside of your business. And potentially even some dates, but we don't have to talk about that. So where were, what happened in round two for you? I think round two, I uncovered so much more about myself. Like I think round one, I was like the limiting beliefs, I kind of knew they were there. There wasn't too much that surprised me. Mm. Round two, just all this stuff came up that I was like, what the hell? This is not what I thought about myself. Like things to do with you know, I mean, with the, it's fine. We can talk about the dates with the, (laughs) like with the relationship stuff, beliefs about myself, but more in a different way than I thought they would be. Like, I think at first I thought it was, oh, I've got walls up and things like that. And it's problems with me. But then as we kind of worked on things, it was more like my beliefs about like women and about independence and about femininity and all of this stuff that I didn't know kind of came up, which, Mm blew my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then from the sort of confidence side of things, which I said on our last group call, I we do the wheel of life at the start of the program and I'd added an extra two categories in there, confidence and freedom. And I rated myself five out of 10 for confidence. Mm-hmm. And when I looked back on that at the end of it, I was like, what? What do you yeah. mean? Like I thought that I, I don't remember feeling that way for one thing, but yeah. I just wasn't, I felt confident in myself, but I didn't feel necessarily confident to, I was still worried about judgment and still worried about what Mm. other people 
thought mm-hmm. in some ways. And by the end of it, I'm like, I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> couldn't give a shit about what anyone thinks. I am me. dancing around <laughs> in my pink bra online and it was so good. How did you drop that? Like, how did you drop that? fear of judgment, what was like a moment for you or a belief shift for you or something that helped for, you know, listeners who are like in that. And it's so easy to be like, oh, what are these people going to think? How do you drop that? I think the biggest thing for me was acting the way that I wanted to feel. Like I kept kind of thinking, well, I wanted to release a course on body image and confidence. I knew I'd wanted to do it for a long time. And I thought, you know, I've nailed the body image side of things. I've nailed the confidence in terms of body confidence side of things. But I thought, well, I need to be embodying all areas of confidence and, you know, had my marketing hat on and was like into market. I need to be, you know, doing things that are out of the box and everything. And so I just kind of acted the way I wanted to feel. I rode my giant ride on unicorn on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) People would absolutely judge that. I, yeah, like you said, I went and bought bright pink underwear because it matches my brand and took photos in that showing my stomach, which is the bit that I've always been self-conscious of. I would just post real after dorky real and not give a shit. So it was like I was kind of acting in some ways at the start. Like I was thinking, all right, what would that person who can do all of these things, what would the most confident version of myself do? Mm. And then did them. And then it was like just this very quick, really, very quick shift into, oh, actually, this isn't scary. Like I'm just getting out of my comfort zone but it's not scary. Like it's not as big and bad as you make it up to be in your head. And then it's like, well, if I can do this, now I can do this. Now I can do this. And now I can do anything. Oh man. And you really did. And then, so you did launch your, your group program in round two. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing that like, yes, you launched it and it went very well. So you can speak about that. But what I also would love to hear your, like your perspective on is that you really did make launching and business look fun and enjoyable and easeful and it didn't look at all straight like and you the other thing is too you had the, the whole group of level up gang offering ideas and helping you with different like you could do this or you could do this and maybe you can do this and it was it just looked like a really fun launch and so mm. how much did that do you think that had an impact on the results oh huge huge mm. I mean I tried to launch a program last year in 2021 and zero people signed up. It was a different mm-hmm. course. I thought it was a great course, but I think I had this energy of stress throughout yeah. most of it, which I feel like is probably pretty common in first launches. And I don't think I did have a lot of fun and I don't mm. think I did. I had the belief that it wasn't going to be easy. It was going to be really hard. Mm. And I also then still had the belief that my business was hard and my niche is hard because oh. it would be easy if I sold weight loss because that's what everyone does. But I don't, I'm very much don't promote intentional weight loss. So for this round, I was like, no, I'm going in with the belief. It's going to be fun. It's going to be easy. I'm going to get input from everyone else. I've got this incredible supportive community here and everyone was amazing. Everyone gave me great ideas. Mm. And I can still remember I went to a cafe and I wrote out every single idea that everyone had recommended. (laughs) I wrote out three A4 pages of my own ideas. (sighs) And I said to myself, I'm doing every single one of these, every single one. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun because yeah. it was all stupid stuff. Like I said, riding my unicorn. Like, <laughs> yeah. And how did that second launch go for you? So good. It, it went so well. Like we actually finished, just finished up the first round of the program and I cried multiple times on the group call because I got the best, the best group of women in there. 
and the changes they made was incredible. So amazing to see. So the launch was perfect because I attracted the perfect amount of people in. It was my first time doing small group coaching. So my original goal for how many people I wanted in there, I ended up adjusting it because Mm. it didn't feel right. And the Mm. number of people I got felt right. They were all perfect. And I honestly couldn't have asked for a better launch or a better round one. It was amazing. (laughs) Oh, and it's just to me, it's like, I feel like round two, you were really in flow state and alignment. So you'd already done the belief work. And like you said, you had this belief that business has got to be hard. Mm. How does your business feel now that you've like realigned your beliefs? What would you say is your core belief about business? I think exactly that. It gets to be fun and it gets to be easy. And fun is Mm -hmm. one of my top five business values. So I'm all about, and that's for me, but it's also for my clients as well. Like I want to bring fun and pleasure back into people's food and body experience. So I have to then have fun in business or it doesn't make sense. So that absolutely so important to me. It's also for anyone who's into the woo, it's in my birth chart that my business wants to have fun and be easy and pleasure and all of that stuff. So it all Mm. just aligns. It does not surprise me at all that everything started to align for you because like, yeah, you do the belief work, you take the scary action, you do it with this attitude of fun and something else that I just have to mention, because this blew my mind a bit. And it was actually one of those moments. It happens every round of level up where something kind of crazy will happen. And then it helps. It reinforces to me that like, holy shit, the world is magical. Like the way this works, when we're all working together and we're all coming from that um, positive expectation and we're supporting one another and aligned with our values and our vision and all of that, crazy stuff happens. And I remember on one of the last calls when we were doing the manifestation mastery, we did this visualization and you always like, you, you seem to be quite a strong, like, I think you're very visual because your visualizations always pack heaps of potent energy. Um, what happened for you during that visualization on the level up call? I got a, I had a client sign up and pay in full and it was my first ever international client as well. And she, yeah, messaged me, signed up and paid in full literally while we were doing the visualization. Ah, and when you said that in the group chat, I was like, oh, and then it made me go back to my visualization. Like, oh, the like, it's just so amazing. And when everybody else gets to see this happening, it inspires one another. So I think that's another part of, or for me, I'm very similar to you with the community and needing to be around very similar like-minded women. And I think that's made such a big impact on myself and you and everybody because you've got that support network and you're all in the same energy. So would you say like from your experience, how important is it that you are in a group container? Oh, I think it's so important. Like one-on-one's amazing as well, obviously, but having that group of women around you who are going through the same thing, like you know, that standard saying your vibe attracts your tribe or you're the sum of the most five people you spend the most time with. But it's so true. It makes such a difference because you've got people to support you. You've got people who are going through similar things. And I think we always need to know like that we're not alone and we've got other people who understand because I mean, in business and in, again, in the stuff I do struggling with food and your body and things like that, we often feel like we are alone and no one else is going through the same stuff we're going through. But Spoiler alert, you're not that special. Everyone's going through it um, <laughs> yeah. in a nice way with love. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's so important. It's it's such a such a game changer, I think, having those people around you. Mm, 100%. And 
I want to quickly, since we're talking about how amazing your business has been, since since you've unlocked new levels of confidence, you've attracted in people and had an amazing experience with women like, like well, we've spoken about this before, so many women have got so many belief systems about mm-hmm. their body and how they should look and sh- ashamed of what they look like or their stomach or this or that. And that can really impact their life and their vibration and their business and how they show up in the world. So since I've got you, the expert here, mm-hmm. I just want to quickly, for any women who are listening and who can resonate with that and are like, yeah, my body, I don't love it. I speak really poorly to myself. Like it's a cycle I really want to stop this diet cycle. Do you have any love or words of wisdom or tips that you can just quickly share to those ladies who are listening? Oh my gosh. How long do you have? (laughs) (laughs) I have so many, but I think the biggest thing is that the way you feel about your body has nothing to do with what your body looks like. Absolutely nothing because we all think it is. And so when we don't love the way our body looks or we don't, you know, we're trying to change it with food or with exercise or whatever that is, you're trying to fix an internal mental issue with an external solution. Mm. And that's never going to last. If you change what's going on on the outside, sure, you might be happy at first, you might feel more confident at first, but it it doesn't last because mm-hmm. your mind's still in the same place. So it's working on mindset is the thing that changes the way you feel about yourself, your relationship with food, your relationship with your body, all of those things. As someone who went through that for 16 years myself and as someone who sees women go through it constantly, it's 100% a mindset thing. So mm. instead of looking for the next diet or looking for the next, you know, smaller pair of jeans to fit into or, you know, way to lose weight or way to change what your body looks like or anything like that, like look at your beliefs, look at what's going on in your mind, because that's where you'll actually make the lasting sustainable change, fixing what's going on up there. Oh, that was just like music to my soul. It's so true. When you change the inside, the external changes and it's not the other way around, which is why you're the, and your testament of this, when you do your inner work, the mindset work, the belief work, your external world changes to the point where you don't have the same job. You've got a completely different life, different everything. And that's because you did the work. So thank you for showing up for yourself and for everybody else. It was fucking amazing. Not just the first round, but the second round and hopefully 50,000 rounds forever and ever till death do us part. <laughs> You're never getting rid of me. I'm moving in every level. I'll be like this gray haired old lady, like, Oh yes, my limiting beliefs. I'm going to have to give you, I'm going to have to give you some sort of like, what's it in the footy club when you get like the, what is it called? Like a life member. You're going to become like, the level up life member. It's like, you're asking the wrong person. I know zero about footy. Zero. I had my dad in my head, like, I'm a life member. Anyway, um, thank you so much. Now I want, for anybody who's listening, who could really resonate with all of the diet body stuff, uh, what have you got going on at the moment and how can people reach out to you if that's some way that they need to do some mindset work? Oh, good timing. I've got a bit going on at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so this week I actually have the cart open for round two of the confidence code, which is the small group coaching program we've been talking about. So cart is closing on Sunday for this one. Basically it's a six week small group coaching container where we transform your body acceptance, your confidence, and help you just learn to love yourself exactly as you are. And yes, it's about bodies, but from the last round I've learned, it translates to everything. Like we have people who quit their jobs. We found new dream jobs, people who took steps to start dream businesses. All of them actually talked about, you know, not being so self-conscious and letting go of judgment, letting go of what other people thought about them and just 
so many shifts. So if you need a little bit of that in your life, the card is open until Sunday. And I would love to offer any of your listeners 10% off this round if they're keen. Um, so you can just use the code Miss Mindset at checkout. And yeah, I would love to have you in there. But I also do one-on-one coaching as well, if that's more your vibe and you're not into the group kind of stuff, or if you want to focus more on food freedom and, you know, getting rid of the diets and things, that's one for you as well. So yeah, Mm. I'd love to connect with anyone over any of those if they're interested. hundred percent. And like, I know that you as the coach, you, you walk the walk. And so it's so powerful to be in a container with a coach like yourself, who is literally living it, breathing it and and walking just a few steps ahead to show the way. So I, I highly recommend guys, if you're listening and you're sick of hating on yourself, go talk to, or even just go follow Gemma. Uh, because like we've said, you'll see unicorns, you'll get to see gorgeous lingerie, you'll get to see hilarious dorky content. And that's exactly what I love about you. So thank you so much for everything you do. And I know that you are going to absolutely burn diet culture to the ground. Thank you for being here and thank you for everything. Thank you for everything. Thank you for getting me here. You're an angel. (laughs) Ah, stop it. You can come back again. (laughs) See you in round three. Okay. (laughs) See ya. Bye. Oh, what a legend. I absolutely love this woman. And so if you guys want to be on the wait list, it's uh, safe to say that it will be opening soonish, pretty soon. So just make sure you're on the wait list, like I've said, because that is when you will be, use your language, Brianna, use your words. That is when you will be first to be notified that the doors are open and you will have first access to the VIP spots and you will have first access to all of the juicy bonuses. So I look forward to welcoming the new round of people that are going to expand one another. Uh, put your name on the wait list. All of the li- link, in- oh God, all of the information is in the link in the show notes. And on that note, I'm tired. Oh my God, what am I going to be like when I get to Europe, guys? All right, have a great day. Bye.